Welcome to Too Old for TikTok, the podcast where two 30-year-olds guide you through the latest trends, creators, and stories from the TikTok universe. I'm Melissa Rosen. And I'm Dina Greenbaum. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Somebody come get them. They're too old for TikTok. Hi, Melissa. Hi, Dina. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. As you reminded me, it's Hanukkah now. Very exciting holiday for us. Have you gotten any Hanukkah gifts yet? I did get one. My parents got me a turtle bracelet that when you buy it, it contributes fun to endangered turtles. And you can like scan a QR code and see where that turtle is. Oh my gosh, that's perfect. You love turtles. Yeah, it was a good gift for a nice cause. How about you? Did you get any Hanukkah gifts? Well, I guess it worked out since Hanukkah is so close to Thanksgiving. We went Black Friday shopping with my in-laws and I got a nice pair of boots. Oh, what do you need boots for in San Diego? Well, I recently tried on some of my winter clothes and none of them fit anymore. So like when I was in New York, I wore boots that were just too small. And we all know what happened long ago when I wore shoes that were too small. Oh no. Ruined my toes forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, and it's funny actually, the girl in the store, I told her how I thought my feet grew. And she was like, this is actually a thing that's happened since the pandemic because people were sedentary for so long, their feet just like expanded or something. I don't know, maybe she's making it up, but you know, I believe that shit. I believe whatever a girl at a department store tells me. I don't believe a word of this. We need to just put disclaimers on this podcast and nothing we say is fact because that doesn't sound correct at all. There's probably not one ounce of scientific <laughs> truth behind that. Well, hey, anecdotal evidence, me and this girl. Both In the have, department store. Our feet grew, so, yeah. I just assume you would never wear boots again. You just have to wear your tevas because your toes have to be uncovered. Well, that was part of it, too, is I think just starting to travel again. Like, I went to New York, and I was like, oh, I can't wear my tevas in November, mm-hmm. right? So... Yeah, I I guess I'm just getting back to the idea of that maybe I'll leave San Diego occasionally, so I need non-Tiva shoes. Well, there you go. I'm glad you got boots that what are they a size bigger than what you usually do? Yeah. Maybe it's just the brand. No. I tried on quite a few pairs and I was all a size, size bigger. Bigger, yeah, and all of them. Wow. This is very breaking news. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I think it's time to get into some TikTok. Our first trend of the day we have is a trend that people say when your bestie says FaceTime, but it's not that kind of FaceTime. One of our favorite creators at Yolene Dadong did a really good one where she's just dressed up. You hear the FaceTime noise, she's dressed up in like some crazy costume, but then when the FaceTime picks up, it's like someone saying like, oh, like my boyfriend broke up with me or like a very serious. And then automatically the person on the other end has to become serious to be a good friend. I hate him! Oh, 
yeah, everyone has been doing the same joke with these where it's just during the FaceTime call coming in, they're acting really silly or, you know, it's like if you and me were to call, like, I feel like whenever I've FaceTimed you, you open with like a crazy looking face or something and you're just like, hello. So it's that idea that typically when your best friend FaceTimes you, you're in a silly mood, you're going to like be funny on the other end. But then once the dialogue starts in the audio, it's her like crying and saying, you know, this guy broke my heart or something like that. So all of the creators immediately transition from silly mode into the head nod and like, mm, yeah, oh God, I hear you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's been a funny joke around TikTok. The next trend, it's not really a trend. It's sort of a side of TikTok. It's one of these things that like by like two weeks, we'll forget about it. But it was very, very much in my face for a whole week long. And it started when I saw a TikTok by at Stop It Paris. And this is the start of, we'll call it, Brooklyn Bagel Hinge Drama. Listen, this is going to be confusing, but it will be worth your time. A few weeks ago, I posted a video about how I'm in the top 5% of both bagel shops in my neighborhood, a fact I am very proud of. TikTok took it upon itself to start showing me a bunch of new bagel content. I'm talking like bagel thirst traps, if you will cute Brooklyn boys talking about bagels, and I followed one of them. Well, next thing you know, that same cute Brooklyn boy pops up on Tinder, so I match with him. We have a conversation there about bagels, and I reveal some of the best bagel shops in Brooklyn. I know, how dare I give out that information for free. Tonight, a few nights later, I'm scrolling on TikTok. Up pops a video of a woman, same experience. Same guy, she matched with him because she saw a TikTok about him talking about bagels too. They had a conversation where she revealed her bagel secrets as well. He didn't respond to either of us, verifying that there is some cute Brooklyn boy out there stealing our bagel secrets for what I do not know. But ladies, I don't think we should be allowing it to happen. Not even for a second, not even for a millisecond. Yeah, so we we see this video at first and I will insert quickly. I saw the original video. So the guy she's talking about, the guy all of this essentially builds around is this user at very bad at sports and I had seen his original video where it's just him looking into the camera and the caption says the northeastern Jewish urge to eat a bagel instead of feeling my negative emotions made sense I would see this on my for you page but I had no idea what was building around this guy's account I didn't know there was this whole drama going on there's another user at Swag Money Kate who stitches his video and then goes on to tell her story with him. The man in this video came up on my hinge like a week ago. The only reason I remember is because he kind of reminded me of Aaron Tveit and I sent this to my friend. And one of his hinge questions was like trying to find the best bagel in NYC. And I responded and I was like, I know where it is and told it to him, which this is information I normally gatekeep. So the fact that I told him was a huge deal Um, and he didn't answer me, which is whatever. But now he's on my for you page talking about bagels in the same outfit of the screenshot that I sent. I don't know what any of this means, but it can't mean nothing, right? 
Yeah, so it's funny because I saw these two girls story first and then his name is Jonah, by the way, but his handle is at very bad at sports. And then this came up on my free page. I actually had to go in these two girls comments because I was like, who is this bagel guy? People started tagging him. He started on YouTube. He's like, has a lot of viral videos. He's very cute. He's, you know, you could see why people are drawn to him. It's just funny that he's in this petty drama. Like, well, it reminds me of the couch guy drama, but in a completely different way. It's just like much more endearing. Like, and this guy now, Jonah, he's being a good sport. And he posted a video. He is very aware of what's going on around him. So he actually posted a video of him just eating a bagel (laughs) and looking very cute. Yeah, and it's so funny because another creator at Tylo underscore Len pointed out how insanely niche this content is. I have seen so many videos over the past few days of this, like, Brooklyn bagel hinge dating drama. And to me, it feels so niche, but it's all, I'm getting so much of it on my For You page So I need to know, if you're seeing this, are you seeing the bagel drama too? How niche is Brooklyn dating bagel drama? Let me know. Yeah, you would think like, you know, Brooklyn, New York, bagels, Jewish. But I think this has reached even further than that. It just goes to show the algorithm is very specific and people are really living in the same simulation basically and having their own journey to kind of figure out like who this Brooklyn bagel guy is and then you know how everyone in the story is related and all these like girls on hinge so it was it was a fun side of TikTok for uh, for the past week yeah I mean I like to think in like this grand world of connections and offshoots in TikTok we've seen videos where people make these diagrams of how do you get onto gay TikTok and then how do you get onto, you know, this type of TikTok. I feel like there's something about dating single Jewish women TikTok that, you know, like you're on and then it like connects into these other people. And so it's like, well, if I'm engaging with Dina's content, then I might also enjoy Mm -hmm. like Jewish woman dating content. So It's very funny to see how it's threaded through and like, yeah, people like us got this content and enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm very much on like the hinge horror stories side of TikTok. Do you see any of that content? Oh, yeah, I started seeing, I think hinge had added a voice memo feature. Oh, yeah. There was tons of content about that of girls just roasting guys for some of their voice messages. Exactly. I will say, as a single lady, it is nice to see other people going through the same experience of being like, this is actually terrible, but also hilarious. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So this next trend I'll talk about because I have a feeling it's something I've only seen. It seems super weird. I don't know if it showed up on your For You page. Basically, this creator at Sabrina Pratter 625 posted this video of them doing a weird-ish dance in a barn to a country song. Anyway, it's sort of a strange video. People started just duetting it. So it's reminiscent of these other things we've seen where it's like 
there's one person singing maybe and then people start duetting it and it's you're looking at the cinematographer and then you're looking at the script supervisor or you're looking at the guy behind the curtains getting ready to go you know something like that they build onto it with the duet feature so people have been doing it with this video as well where I saw one like a girl was cleaning the floor while this person's dancing somebody else is doing the lighting while this person's dancing so it's just another fun trend like that any man of mine better be proud of me even when I'm ugly still better love me this is so funny because the girl cleaning the floor one was duetted so well I thought that was the original video so I thought the original was a girl cleaning the floor in the foreground and this person dancing in the barn in the background. So I and I thought nothing of it because no more of it came up on my videos. I just thought people like this video that has like millions of likes just because it's weird. <laughs> like that's yeah. all I thought about. I, I it only hit me after I saw a few of them. And then I was like, oh, OK, this is the thing. People are building on it. Yeah, it's very unassuming. Yeah, the next video is also a builder video. It's about Chicago-style pizza, and it's by at Namit Mashers. The best Chicago-style pizza. Where's the cheese? It's under the sauce. There's no cheese on it. It's under the sauce. Like, I'm Italian, and this is hurting me. It's from Chicago. But it's just sauce. The cheese is under the sauce. That's not enough cheese. The cheese is under the sauce. It's not enough. It's under the sauce. So this is funny because I actually saw the original video of this and it was this user, No Meat Mashers, duetting somebody who was duetting somebody else. So essentially the original video was somebody showing a Chicago style pizza and then some presumably Italian guy from New York duetted it saying, what the hell is this pizza? It's, this is not a pizza. Where's the cheese? And then somebody duetted it again, saying the cheese is under the sauce. <laughs> it's a Chicago-style pizza. So the, the original video was very funny. And now I'm starting to see, this is maybe a week or two later, people said, you know, please make this an audio, made it an audio. And now we have these great trends going on where people are using this audio to explain something elaborate that people don't really understand. So you have to keep reiterating. One I saw, this girl was talking about recycling and people were, she was going back and forth with captions, you know, but you can't recycle that. What's the point of even recycling? Like that, you know, how do you know it's being recycled? And she's like, no, it's being recycled. Like I have a special program where I'm recycling it. And they're like, no, no, I read somewhere that it doesn't actually get recycled. No, it does get recycled. It just goes through a different process. So stuff like that, that's complicated and you have to keep repeating yourself. So it's a cool audio to use it with. I can imagine you using this audio to try to explain how the pandemic made people's feet grow. And you would just, <laughs> you would just keep saying, no, a salesperson at a department store told me it must be true. It's a perfect trend yes. for that. <laughs> yes, that's good good idea for it but i've also been seeing that people are uh, I, i'm on like a lot of pizza tiktok and people are just showing pizzas and just saying the cheese is under the sauce the cheese is <laughs> under the sauce so it's very it's taken very literally as well this next song trend is called drilla by ops and block no, 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 we ain't giving no hope. I ain't going to be over no hope. Hope. Making a 
And what people are doing to this song is first looking head on at the camera and then they move the camera so they transition to the sides. So you're seeing their profile and they're just bobbing their head. And then there's usually something in the background that expands upon what they captioned in the, in the front facing video. So one of the best ones we've seen of this is apparently at Four Seasons Landscaping has a TikTok now. I think this is the actual Four Seasons Landscaping where Rudy Giuliani gave this sort of failed <laughs> event um, for one of the last Trump rallies. And so that was what he spoke about. Front facing was like when he calls to schedule an event, you know, for Trump. And then he profiles himself and it's him with a Rudy Giuliani cardboard cutout in the background. Yeah, that one is amazing. I really like the one where a daughter saying and she's at a firehouse and she says when your dad's a fireman and works on Thanksgiving and then she lines up next to maybe 10 firemen and she's bobbing her head with them and the lights are flashing and it's it's very very cute. Yeah, and then we'll use this one as a nice transition. I also saw Courtney Kardashian, Penelope and apparently Landon Barker, who is uh, Travis Barker's child, he posted from his account a video of them all doing this trend. So it starts with Landon Barker's face and then he cuts over and you see Courtney and Penelope in the background. Pretty exciting. Yes, and Melissa mentioned this would be a nice transition because our next section is all about celebrity and kid joint TikTok accounts. And we see the Kardashians are doing this now. So Kim Kardashian and Northwest have a joint account that is called at Kim and North. And it showed up on my For You page. I was like so taken aback and shocked and so pleased because I'm like, it's the kids time to shine. <laughs> and they, it, has, it already has 1.6 million followers and they just started the account. And the tag under the account says, me and my bestie, account managed by an adult, which is a theme we'll see over and over again. The comments on all of North's videos are just just to die for. Oh, yeah, that was my favorite thing by far, because the truth is, it's not really other kids looking at these accounts. It's people our age. It's people in their 20s and 30s or older who are fans of the Kardashians and following their kids now. So there's just some really funny stuff. Um, Duolingo, who's one of our favorite brands, commented, do you know Kanye <laughs> on one of North's videos? Oh, I love these. A lot of people were asking her about Pete Davidson in not so many words. So some of the comments said, Northy, show us the tall, funny, pale man. <laughs> Uh, somebody else said, North, baby, was there a tall white guy at Thanksgiving? <laughs> so we're all trying to get the tea from North now. Another good comment, and I'll call out my friend Catalina, who loves this, says, North, where have you been, loca? Which is a Twilight reference, and Catalina made that sign for me for the marathon. And I want to point out on that one, too, so North just posted a very random video of purple lights and sort of dark emo lighting, random pictures. 
And so all of these people just noted that it sort of looked like Twilight. So all of these comments are like Twilight North unlocked in her Twilight era. It was just hilarious. So this sort of addition of North, where have you been, Loka, really made sense on that Twilight vibe. Uh, and a lot of comments are about beef with Stormy. So people are just thinking, because Stormy doesn't really hang out with the cousins. So someone <laughs> says, you got beef with Stormy. Because uh, basically, like, the only one we don't see with all of them together is Stormy. So people are constructing this narrative that Stormy has beef with all the other cousins, which I think is amazing. So ridiculous. They're all like nine years old. Yeah, exactly. And a really great account that explains the Kardashian and kind of their PR moves is an account called Kardashian underscore colloquium. And it's colloquium with a K, of course. And she has her take on why these joint accounts are sprouting up. I know something happened with P's account recently. I didn't really keep up with the situation, but whatever happened... It was the final notice to the Kardashians that the kids are ready to get on TikTok. And making collab accounts with their kids solves two problems. One, the kids having free reign of their TikTok presences. Doing collab accounts enables them to monitor and manage the kids' use of social media, which is going to be extra important for Kardashian children. When I say that, it's for reasons you can assume that why the kids would need to have uniquely monitored social media experiences. But I don't really want to get too into that, as we know. Additionally, this addresses a long-standing issue the Kardashians have had with TikTok. They haven't figured out how to have niches on TikTok. To keep their power, the Kardashians need to reign every social media domain. The kids are the Kardashians' TikTok in. I will say this all makes perfect sense to me. I agree with what she says. And even some of the comments on North's post are... A serious things the Kardashians do to distract us from Astro World. So a lot of like the p- people are saying the Pete Davidson relationship is t- a distraction from the horrible stuff that happened at Astro World. People are saying now that these TikToks are a distraction, and I think that's true. Like Kylie and Kendall were at Astro World when Travis Scott performed, and like I think it's nine people died. That is not a good look. And Kylie posted a video of an ambulance trying to get through the crowd and not being able to get through and didn't acknowledge like any of thing that was happening that was horrible. So this is a a big change from any uh, Astral World PR. Yeah, and they're sort of the masters of controlling their own PR. Yeah, I feel like I've seen another TikTok explaining how they did that. They were sort of one of the first celebrities to be the ones giving off tips and controlling their own PR stories. So yeah, I definitely think this is not a coincidence that they're trying to pull the message away of, oh, look, look how wholesome we are. Because that's a lot of the content is really wholesome. It's like, it, it does feel like North or Penelope are making their own videos. And then it's just like Courtney or Kim approving them. And sometimes there's just really cute little dance videos that they're doing. So it's nothing, it's not too salesy. It just feels very wholesome. But yeah, it's like, hi to anybody who's been following the Kardashians. There is a, there's a darkness there. (laughs) They're not exactly the most wholesome family. 
Penelope and Courtney have an account together and is called at P and Court. Penelope had a an account that no one knew about, so she was just going buck wild. Mason did this too, where it was a problem where he just started posting TikToks with no parental supervision. So Courtney, I think Mason's actually like banned at this point. I don't know. He was getting into fights with like Jeffree Star or something. <laughs> Who knows? But I love this. I love this account. Uh, Emily C. Schwartz. She watched like all of Penelope's videos and was following from the beginning. So she explains their account really well. I'm sure we've all seen this. Penelope Disick had a secret TikTok um, and it's been found and it's been deleted, but it's back. It's back now run by Courtney. The name is now P in court and she changed. The- it's just so innocent. She's nine. It's so cute. Can we get six to 61,000, please? Thank you guys so, so much. She just wants to be a normal nine-year-old. However, I did what you don't have to. I watched all of her videos for you. One, she's a transition queen. Two, there's some things I would like to discuss. First up, this dog is still alive. Uh, Contrary to popular belief, shocked, truly. Not sure about Kim's. That one might be dead. Penelope is single-handedly keeping Kylie in business. One, two, three, and four. I, what I would do to be able to Fill my Froyo cup up with this much Froyo and toppings. Easily $18. Easily $18. She's doing something right. She gets it. She is spraying this Le Labo in the video as if it's water. And to that I say, legend. She has a full set gel manicure station and she is giving herself manicures at the age of nine. Uh, What can't she do? Following after her soon-to-be stepdad, playing the musical instruments. I cannot. She does seem to have a Birkin and not one, probably a many up there. That's a lot. Also Chanel, endless designer. I have nothing designer. She has gone to Target multiple times. So relatable, living her best life, truly. She's out here like doing hauls. This was before her comments were now obviously turned off. She's making matcha lattes and regular espresso lattes at the right age. But this is cute. She posted this and she had flowers outside of her door. And guess who they're from? They're from Scott. And she saves every single note on her bulletin board. Oh, that's really cute. So yeah, after this, uh, Penelope is my new favorite. She's just so cute. No hate. She's literally nine years old. I would like to note, thank God this ad wasn't around when I was little. Traumatic, truly. If your initials weren't in your friend's away message, that was enough to make you spiral. This though? (laughs) So she said the account recently said, can I get to 61,000 followers? Right now, the account has over 1.5 million followers. And so now it says, can we get to 2 million, please? Thank you guys so much. So it's still like kids, because a lot of kid accounts is like, let's get to, you know, a thousand followers or whatever. But it's just hilarious that they're the Kardashians and they're just getting millions of followers, of course, but they're like still innocent children. Exactly. Well, that's what's really interesting is because it has this vibe where it really is like the kids driving it. And they do seem like just normal average kids who might get on TikTok. But then you've got this collab with their parents who are these mega stars. And so now it's it's a weird blend of like authentic child content. And yet, you know, a Kardashian is overseeing it now, which gives it a very different vibe. It's really funny she was mentioning her content is like she's 
showing off her skincare line, all these brands she has. I love somebody pointed out, like you said, somebody was like, you know, Penelope making cute little influencer videos. And Mason was just like starting beef with Jeffree Star. Like Mason (laughs) just like went off the rails. But it makes me sad because I feel like Mason should be on here. Like he's older. He should be on social media. And now I just feel bad for him. I'm like... (laughs) What the heck? Like, get him on there. He's the one who actually wants to be on it. He he might be. I, I just don't know. I, he, I feel like if he's not, he definitely has, like, some private accounts that we just don't know about. Or he will soon. So, we'll see. I do love, like, Scott has always been my favorite Kardashian. So, maybe by way of that, I think Courtney's kids are my favorite of all the kids. Like... I love Mason so much. Yeah. Um, even Penelope, I think she just seems really cute and fun. And oh god, I'm already contributing to the next generation. Oh of yeah. Kardashian oh me obsession. too. Yeah. We yeah. we love them. We we you know you're it's a guilty pleasure, but mostly yeah. just a pleasure because you can't look away. And some of the comments on Penelope's TikToks are also amazing. So someone said. I like Penelope's TikToks better than North's. So again, a narrative trying to pit them against (laughs) each other. Uh, A lot of big theme. So many comments say like, sweetie, can you take a photo of mommy's credit card front and back, please? (laughs) People try to like get them to slip up and just show some bank account information, which Ramona Singer did do on Instagram once, so it, it has happened. <laughs> but she did that herself. It wasn't right. like her nine-year-old no, child no, accidentally exactly. did it. <laughs> that's, that's right. Yeah, I love this comment that was like, so nice of Penelope to support small influencers as she had Kourtney Kardashian in the background. Yeah, there was one video where Penelope was doing, uh, it was a helicopter song. So Penelope's in the foreground, Travis and Courtney are in the background and they're all spinning like a helicopter. And at one point in the background, Travis and Courtney just stop and hug, but Penelope's still sw- <laughs> like still spinning. <laughs> and, and the comments are just like wow that hug came out of nowhere like those two really yes. can't keep their hands off each other it's just such a very like weird portrayal of this like blended family but like it just goes to show any glimpse that I get or any like even whatever it was probably a 15 second clip I love it like I want to look in that into that house and I want to like see their, their Thanksgiving like we grew up with these families yeah, no, it, it really is. And there is something, and I, again, I'm sure the Kardashians are aware of this. There is something that feels very authentic about the kids taking videos. It doesn't feel super produced. Like, yeah, North uploaded this weird video of lights hitting rocks. Like, there was, and there wasn't even any, like, people in it. So it gives you this feeling of you are really there. This isn't super produced content. This is literally just the kids walking around their house. So you're getting this glimpse of what does it look like when there's no producer behind it, when there's no motive behind it. It's just a kid walking around their house taking videos. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, and then Bethany Frankel, who I think she is a, you know, she is a reality star, and I think she's trying to follow in the footsteps of the Kardashians. She obviously is a businesswoman too and sees what they're doing. Bethany has a daughter similar age, I think, to North and Penelope, maybe a little older. 
And Bethany's just started this week an account that's called at Bethany Peanut, because she calls her daughter Peanut. Only as of this moment has a little over 2,000 followers, and she just posted a video of them doing a little dance today. But again, I think it's a business decision for these reality stars to start getting their kids a following early on because they realize, like, followings lead to brand deals. They lead, it leads to money, and if they can control it now, it'll, you know, it'll, ha- like, they'll have their future set monetarily. I don't know about their mental health, but... That's for the the moms to decide. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It does feel like, because on the surface you think, oh, yeah, makes sense. It's a parent wanting to allow their child to engage and enjoy this platform. They're probably, you know, begging, like, please, please, can we get on TikTok? But at the same time, yeah, these people who are mega celebrities are seeing, okay, so not only can I sort of give a little and let my kid get on this platform as long as I'm overseeing it. But I, yeah, like you're saying, I can also start to think, how can we monetize this? Can they become an influencer? Can I help them build their brand from this young age and really start to give them something for the future? So it is very interesting to see. I'll be curious to see if we get even more joint parent kids accounts in the future. Oh, I'm sure we will. And I think it's it's going to start with the reality stars. They're all going to do it with their kids. And yeah. then it'll go to the actors and actresses. And first we had like the actors who were slow to join TikTok in the beginning. Right. And, now, and then they were slow to let their kids join. And now we're going to see like just this onslaught of celebrity and children joint accounts. I hope that I can see them doing more original content. Because at this point, it is mostly just them following trends. It's a lot of dance trends, lip singing, stuff like that, which it's fun to see because it's people who you wouldn't expect to see doing it. Um, But I do. I hope it develops into something a little more interesting. Maybe they create their own formats or, you know, type of content on TikTok that they can do recurring series or something like that that really keeps us hooked. (laughs) But that's the thing. Not many 11-year-olds are doing recurring series or original content. Like, that's the thing. You don't follow other 11-year-olds. But if you did, that's like, I've, sp- I've actually spoken to some, like, you know, 11, 13-year-olds, and I've watched their TikToks. And yeah. that it is literally what they're – they only do trends. They do transitions. They do dances. They're not going to have right. a series on, like, their, their favorite perfume line or something. Not <laughs> right. yet, at least. You're right. Give them yeah. a few years. Fair. Fair point. All right, I think that brings us to an end for episode 74. And thank you so, so much for listening. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share with all your friends. And check out our blog, tooldfortiktok.com, the number two, the number four. And check out our Instagram and our TikTok as well. Thank you. Thanks. Bye, everybody.